Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Chris Geis. So, you want to ride a motorcycle better, faster, safer, with more skill and confidence? Or do you want to ride a motorcycle for the first time? Or ride again after taking a break from riding? Well, the purpose of my podcast is to help grow the sport of motorcycling by helping riders of all levels, whether they are new to motorcycling or not, increase their knowledge and skills so that they are better, smarter, safer riders and are getting everything they want out of motorcycling, whether it's on the street, on the track, or maybe even as a fan or a participant in some form of motorcycle racing. My game is to help all motorcyclists up their game. This is episode 58, titled, Max and Brian Van are going racing in Moto America. Max Vandenbrock is going racing in the Moto America Junior Cup Series this season. In this episode, I have a great chat with the father and son duo of Max and Brian Van from SportBikeTrackGear.com, otherwise known as STG, and we talk all things motorcycles and racing, including how STG got started, STG's sponsorship of Moto America Racers, and the progression of Max Van from track rider and club racer to professional racer. By the release of this episode, Max has already completed his first Moto America round at Barber Motorsports Park, where he finished 10th and 11th, and he, his family, and the whole team are getting ready to head to Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where Max will be competing in the second-to-last round of the Moto America season this coming weekend. This episode was recorded as a live video shown using Facebook Live, so if you prefer, you can check out the video on my Facebook page, So You Want to Ride a Motorcycle. The link to the video is in the podcast notes. Stay tuned as I will be doing as many of these podcast recordings as possible using Facebook Live, usually on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and I will, of course, continue to make the audio portion available via this podcast. You can email questions from my guests and I prior to the live show using soyouwantaride at yahoo.com, or even better yet, tune in while we were recording and post your questions online. We will do the best we can to answer all questions while we record. Further instructions will be posted before each live show on my Facebook page. This episode was recorded on Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020, and is being published on Monday, October 5th, 2020. I hope you enjoy it. Please remember that I love getting feedback from listeners, so when you're done listening, please message me on Facebook or Instagram or email me at soyouwantaride at yahoo.com and let me know what you thought of this episode. Anything you want to share with me will be a tremendous help and greatly appreciated. So, you want to ride a motorcycle? Well, you've come to the right place. Because this is the So You Want to Ride a Motorcycle podcast. My special guests tonight are Brian and Max Van from SportBikeTrackGear.com. So, uh, welcome guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. Absolutely. My pleasure. So uh, as you can tell from my backdrop, I'm a bit of a Moto America fan. Uh, eventually, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. But I thought maybe actually I'm, I'm, I'm interested personally, and I think you know, people watching or tuning in might be interested in you yeah. know, how uh, Sport Bike Track Gear got started, you know, what year you got started, and kind of you know, how, how the company has evolved since then. Sure. Yeah, back in the early 2000s, I was a, a track day coach with Sport Bike Track Time, the former, former owners, Monty and Bonnie. They bought a bunch of motorcycle helmets that they were going to sell, except for Monty, in typical Monty fashion, didn't really have a plan. He had a great idea, but he had no plan. I was working at a Cadillac dealership and selling stuff on eBay on the side to 
you know, fuel my racing habit and riding habit. And uh, he knew that. He knew I was doing good with it. So he's like, hey, man, you want to sell some helmets? We'll split the profit. I'm like, I'm in. Let's go. That just led to, hey, let's go in together and buy a bunch more inventory and then quit the job. And here we are. Okay. Like that. That's pretty cool. Every good American business starts that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. So it wasn't like some big complicated business plan. It was just like opportunity, whatever arose. I don't do anything with a plan. You, you just ran with it, right? I don't plan okay. anything. I do. I'm a doer, not a planner. Yeah. Okay. That's why you're fast on the track, right? No, he's not fast. Do it now? Uh, right, well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it up to you guys. Four seconds faster than you. Um, <laughs> okay. I can Actually, you, you know, it, it's, um, it's kind of funny because, um, I was thinking about the fact, I th- Brian, I think you just turned 40, right? I, I remember seeing just a turned post. 50. 50. Okay. All right. So, so I, I'm, I'm 57 now. So Max, I get what, what are you 14? Right. So, all right. Yeah, so it, it's not that the math doesn't quite work, but I'm about your the age, you, you two age, you know, put together. And I was also thinking, you know, being that I'm new to this whole, uh, you know, track day thing, probably if I took your lap times and added them together, that's probably where I'd be at. So um, that this, this some room, room for progress. <laughs> well, we all, we all have room for progress. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you that. Well, uh, and it, it was funny, man. It was like, you know, so like I said, I did the uh, California Superbike School recently. And my best, my best lap time, this Jersey Motorsports Park was a 215, right? And I checked Bobier's best time from last year was like a 120 or something like that. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not ready to run with the big boys yet. But it was fun. It was a ton of fun. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. So pretty cool. So, um, I mean, you, you guys, in terms of the, the products that you, you, know, you provide and whatever, it, it's, it's a mix, right? Because it's kind of geared towards track, right? Track, track day enthusiasts and racing, I guess. But you've got a lot of your stuff is suitable just for sport bike you know, riding on the street, right? Like what's the, is it kind of a, a, you know, what's, what's the kind of the distribution of your customers, you who are just like street riders versus, you know, let's say track day, you know, racers. Yeah. I, I would say more street to be honest of anything. Yeah. And you would know, cause you're working oh, in the warehouse. You're back, yeah. It's more, yeah. more street, more, more kind of like pilot power, two CTs, which is like a, like a street tire, like a, in urban, jackets. Yeah. Jackets, you know, Gloves, some parts here and there, some parts here and there, mainly just parts, to be honest, like little, little stuff. But I would say more so street. We sell slicks like 10%. And then yeah, 90%. but it's hard to gauge on the race tires because you have to remember the race tires. We're only doing Michelin, then you've got Dunlop, yeah, right? you've got Pirelli, you've got Bridgestone. So it's hard to gauge on tire sales race to street because we have all the brands yeah. for street we don't for race. But more jackets yeah. and suits, that's for sure. Well, yeah, suits. You know, you, you look at track riding, racing and track riding in general, there's a lot more people riding on the street than there are riding on the track. With that said, we sell a metric shit ton of race suits. Uh, it's in the measured in the hundreds every year. More right. than Multiples yeah. of hundred mm-hmm. every sure. year. You know, the Alpine Stars Tech Air Race airbag system. We sell a metric shit ton of those too. You know, it's the, the number one safety device right now for under a suit. So we're really track focused, but we still offer gear and parts that are street worthy. And that's what helps to, I think, to bring people, right? You, you start as a street enthusiast and then you right. find your way to the greatest place in the world, which is the racetrack, yeah. you know? But it's got to start on the street. It starts for almost everyone except for kids your age. Yeah. Lucky uh, kids my age. Yeah. And there's a lot of you right now. Should be more. Should be more. Yeah. So, uh, 
So, uh, any plans, Max, to get your uh, your street license? No. You're gonna have, you're gonna have you, well, you have your competition license already, right? Yeah, I want to get a I want to get like a like a license for my Grom just so I can tool around here and there. But that's it. That's really it. So you can ride to work legally. Yeah. Right now, <laughs> if it's raining, I got I, can, on, I got on the main road. I, I can edit that part out if you want. <laughs> no more going down the road. Well, actually, I, I guess um, you guys have a short commute. Like, is your warehouse and everything close to where you live? Point eight or? miles. Point eight miles from our house to the warehouse. Oh, okay. Wow. So okay. Yeah, so super close. So so it's a, it's a really long ride. Like you're putting a lot of miles on that Grom. Uh, probably like twelve hundred, and I probably took it out like early June, and I just ride around the subs and stuff, and that's it. Ride to work. That's his. That's his training. You know, he yeah. works full time in the warehouse, and then he trains on the Grom in the subdivision. <laughs> mm. That's pretty cool. So uh, Tristan King joined us. So hey, Tristan, good to see you, man. If you got any questions, shoot away. Yeah. Keep them, keep them fairly clean. We know that kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I guess uh, you guys know a lot of a lot of cool people in the paddock, huh? Yeah, he crashes a lot, like me. Oh. Uh, oh, is that okay? Is that like one of your specialities, or? <laughs> no, we're trying to reduce that yeah. now. Yeah. We're, we're working on yeah. we're working on reducing that. We were actually at a. One of our good friends for his bachelor party, he rented Grattan Raceway for two days, a Thursday and a Friday. It was a nice. half-hour cars, half-hour bikes. Let's just say Max is probably one of the youngest people ever to attend a bachelor party because him and Jimmy are friends, too. And it was all above board, of course. Yes. Uh, absolutely. And uh, he got to take rides in McLaren's. Nice. Rambo's. Yep. A raced out Civic that John yeah, was cool. driving. That was cool. That was cash. I did a little bit of that. And some other. And then I basically rode, I think, four sessions, and it was just fun. First session, I went out and I broke my lap record by half a second, which is pretty cool. First cool. session early in the morning. And I told you to slow down because the tires were old, and what'd you do? And I broke it again by another half second. Yeah, and then I showed him the tires, and I made it clear that, you know, you're about to eat shit on those tires. Yeah. So he did finally slow down, and then, then he stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. All right, so it says Tristan keeps you guys in business. Yeah. So, yes, that's a fair, pretty pretty fair yeah. statement. Yeah, it's pretty cool because I've seen his dad's name pop up pop up on our orders. I think like four times this month, and that's more than anybody ever should. It's right. like, and I throw a lot of stickers, and I kind of like put a note on a little picking ticket, like, "Hey, here's some more stickers because Tristan keeps crashed all the time. I'm gonna put on the new set of bodywork every time." That's harsh. <laughs> that's harsh. You know, you can say all the same stuff about you because you. I think you crashed more this year. You got four crashes in this year. What does Tristan got? Two of them were my fault. One was two, uh, two and a half, dude. Two and a half. That other one was half your fault. Yeah, sort of. But stuff happens. I mean, you're not Ricky Bobby. Stop passing on the outside. Just stuff it up inside like a proper racer. Take the line. Did you uh, did you guys watch the stuff up at the Ridge this past weekend? That was crazy. Whole- that was that was pretty gnarly. There was yeah. there was there was a lot of yard sales of bikes on that. Yeah, poor Superlax and, and Gus give a yeah, shout out to them yeah, right now. That's absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I sent some prayers to the their family for sure yeah. this this week. That's tough to be that far away from home and you know to have those yeah, kind of injuries, but that's part part of it. You know, yeah, I'm happy that sure. Gus is back up and walking with Superlax. I feel terrible. Yeah, it's both both legs. Both both, both of her ankles. I mean, that's crazy. I could never imagine having that. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's pretty rough. I saw some of the stuff that she posted, but uh, she lives in Florida too. That's 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 literally like other side of the country like you're not very good at driving or mapping things out i don't know but that's yeah i saw <laughs> gus was up right away gus was 
Mm-hmm. Well, Walker moving around looking pretty tough. I think he'll be out there for Jersey. He looked like he's going to no. do a Marquez. He's yeah. just bolted back together. What do you think? He'll be riding soon. I would say probably in the next two or three months. Maybe I don't know. Maybe even like five at the most. Just doing track days, getting back into it because I know he can do it. Yeah, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. All right, Jason Bowman uh, chimed in. Said the kids that do it just like his dad. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, getting it done. <laughs> Hey, Micah, good to see you, man. Glad you're, glad you're uh, giving a watch here. So um, how, how long has it been in the plans for uh, Max to race in Moto America? Since I started, to be honest. Like, okay, that's kind of, what I, kind of what I thought. But Well, whose plan is it, first off? What do you mean? Do I make these plans or do you ask to do things? No, I kind of asked to do it. Like, you yeah, know, there you go. Of course I wanted to, but like, I kind of saw how much I was progressing, and then I saw like, after my first year, I saw my lap times at Barber, and I saw the other kids' lap times at Barber. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can chip away, and I can get to where that pack is, you know? But I think that's where I'm going. Just like I said in my recent post, the sky's the limit, and I think I've got it. Yeah, I can – not trying to be cocky, but I think I can show people what I can do. And yeah, I think you'll do well. And they won't I, be too disappointed in me, hopefully I, not. Yeah, I think you're going to do well. For He doesn't ride very much. We've been out how many times this year? I think five or six. And that's not a lot. You know, the business has been really booming this year with the whole chronopocalypse, right? And just, we had a lot of momentum coming into this year. It's impossible to hire someone right now because the government is subsidizing people to, to stay on unemployment, right? Right. Yeah. It's, it pays more to stay at home, right? And, and this workforce more. right here, in the, <laughs> you know, he's one of our key players in, in the warehouse, you know, and uh, it was a real blessing to have him back there for sure. And uh, that's, you know, part of his training is working you know, working hard to keep STG moving forward, and he makes the most of the riding time that he gets, and he's progressed quite a bit this year, and we're excited to to get there and see how the kid stacks up. And yes, people who are wondering, I do get paid. He's not, he's not oh, yeah. working. I wish he could be for free. It should be. <laughs> stuff he's yeah, right? This year that I've had to pay for. Between, between meals and uh, and, and uh, room and whatever, right? That's, that's it right there. That's the pay. 100%. Uh, you know, something I want to say, too, is, you know, my wife and I our goal is to raise a man, not a motorcycle racer. Yeah. It's his choice to ride. It's his choice to race. There is no, I don't even encourage it. That's his choice. If he has to do it and he does the things necessary to earn the privilege, well, then we're going to go out and do it and we're going to get after it. And Max has chose these things and that's why we're, we're doing it. Where you are. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. To be honest, I'm more focused on my girlfriend than a motorcycle in a way, but motorcycling is not going to be it's so hard to get paid so hard to do all this stuff it's a hobby for me you know mm-hmm. it's kind of a fun thing to do on the weekend to hang out with friends and go fast you know it's kind of right you want to get out there and get her done i know how you are when your yeah. shield drops you're, you're fixing to win yeah you know? that's, my, that's my goal this next level is going to be a hundred percent harder than than doing that at we man yeah. and that's going to be a, a great challenge we're going to do two rounds this year barber and indy nice going to go get our feet wet right get the bike past tech get in the right place, get set up, make it through a, you know, a couple of weekends. And then next year we're going to do all 10. We're going to, if, if he, if we walk away from this and we're like, man, that was cool. Then we're doing all 10 next year. That's cool. That's cool. So what, 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 what's your goals, Max, for these two? Like when, when you think about, okay, so what, what Barbara's first, right. And then Indy. Or, or, yeah, yeah, Barbara first. Like, right, so like, what's your goal at Barbara? Like, my goal is just to get my feet wet, see how the whole Moto America, see how Moto America works. You know, I've been to the, I've been to races, I've been, to, I've seen how it was like behind the scenes in a way, but I've never been like, like, like hands on technically. If that, if that, we've never raced it. Never raced it, yeah. and um, 
I just want to see how I would do compared to kids in that pack. You know, I mean, I know I've got the pace, but I don't got, I don't have the passing skills. It's kind of my, it's kind of my, that's where I, that's where I struggle. I don't know how to pass. I get scared because that's how that's all right, man. It's just, mm-hmm. it, you don't have a tremendous amount of seat time, even over the years you don't. And yeah. you know, you're going to go ride with the best in the country and you're going to, mm-hmm. you're going to figure it out. Right. Right. Practice, practice. Goal is to have fun. I mean, my goal is to win, but I know that right. probably not going to be an option for these next two. But my goal is to probably get definitely top ten, top eight, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. My cool. goal for these, yeah. And then uh, you're going to be on the Ninja Four Hundred, right? Ninja Four Hundred, yes. That that dad's building for you, or you guys yeah. building it together? Just put the motor in it today. Oh, yeah. nice. All right. <laughs> Jamie Hanshaw, Hanshaw Racing Engines. That's our local guy here. Those are, you can't do a lot to these four hundreds, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jamie reviewed the rules and, and built it, of course, to spec. And, and, you know, we've got that in there. We've got some fuel coming. Pick it up from a local guy, Rick Lind. I'm going to pick that up from him tomorrow, as a matter of fact. And then Richard Harris from Sport Bike Track Time mm-hmm. is going to map this thing for us mm-hmm. on Saturday at 11 o'clock. So, so yeah, we're just, excited. yeah, just working on getting this thing ready. Yeah, I know. I saw you were looking to dyno the bike, right? That's why you were, you were trying to <laughs> scrounging around, trying to get some fuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, what what can you do? Like, so Junior Cup. What what are the kind of things you you can do with the bikes? Because there's a, a little bit of flexibility, right? With the motor, there's almost no flexibility. With okay. the motor, I, I believe it's a little cam timing, maybe undercut a transmission. Beyond that, that's the end of it, right? You know, you can map the fuel. You can't have any ignition control. You have to have a a quick shift device that limits the revs to what is it ten thousand ten three something yeah. like that ten five. Okay. Yeah, we got that, and we, we were able to procure one of those HM quick shifters that does that. They're all on back order intergalactic, so we went to Facebook and mm-hmm. reached out, and, and, and Mike Davis actually helped us. Yeah. Know, we sponsored Blake, and Mike helped us find one. Yeah, so, thank you to Mike out there. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. So uh, motor-wise, not a lot. Electronics, really not a lot. You know, you're going to have a quick shifter. You can, you can get this cool dash thing. It's got sensors and cool buttons like a MotoGP bike, but it's pointless. I mean, it's a 400. Guess who's not getting it? Me. Yeah, I'm not spending three grand on that. What do you need those cool buttons for? Nothing. Not gonna make All those buttons thing. will confuse you. <laughs> That's true. Rocco doesn't have those buttons. Nope. Not as dominant boy. So. Well, there you go. If they don't have it, you I don't need it. it. Obviously, suspension. You can do suspension modifications. We've got KTEC front and rear on the bike. We've got the 20 uh, IDS fork cartridge kit. Who built your forks? The old man built your forks. That's right. And then we've got uh, the KTEC rear shock. We get some great help from Lenny Alvin, good mm-hmm. dude over there at K-Tech. Lenny helps us with the geometry and some setup questions when we have it. Uh, obviously, Dunlop Slick's been riding those the last couple of times. Those are wonderful. Those are wonderful. Nice. Yeah, brake lines, gearing, mm-hmm. rear sets, right. clip-ons. Yep. There's really not a whole lot that you're you're able to do to the bike. Right. Well, that's cool. And then, so pretty much, right, Junior Cup, it's either Ninja 400 or the the – what do you call it? The Yamaha R3. R3. That's there's right. There's, something like yeah, that. But nobody's racing, I think. And the, there's no Suzuki that fits that. There's, they make a 250 category, right? So yeah. Slow. Okay. But yeah, it's just not really. It's a great bike, but it's not appropriate for this for this for that, for that class, right? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And the R3 United too. The which? Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, gotcha, I don't think anybody's riding that this year either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got a couple more people tuned in. So Artie, Sean, Sage, how you guys doing? Um, yeah, so if you if you guys got any questions, uh, just fire away. We'll try to keep keep an eye on them here. So is it uh, pretty much going to be 
the two of you for the for these first two rounds you're gonna have a little bit of a crew like people helping out you know running the pit board and stuff or oh yeah no we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have some helpers we're gonna have uh you know people we've known his entire life dave babel justin shimaluski uh they're gonna come out uh our guy jimmy fox is gonna be out there with us my wife marcine mm-hmm. his little sister sophia is gonna be out there yeah cool. probably just pissing you off but she's gonna be there <laughs> She's a cute little sister, you know, she's a pain in yeah. the butt half the time, or most of the time, yeah. or all the time. But yeah, so we're gonna have some good friends there with us that are gonna be helping out, and oh, that's, that's awesome. You have to have that, 100%. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to get some photos of you, so I'll have to see. Maybe I can swing Barbara or Indy or something yeah. like that. We'll, are you going yeah, to India or anything? Cool. I don't know. Like I said, I'd love to, but I got to see if I could, I could swing it logistically and financially and whatnot. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be a good time. I definitely will be at uh, Jersey Motorsports Park, so. Yeah, we're not going. Yeah, that's close. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, I'm in Long Island, so it was a two, three hour drive, something like that. Oh, so you know Joe Lamandry too? I know the name. Haven't met. No, I haven't met in person. Surprised you met him because he lives in Long Island. He's a good friend of mine. Okay. Place too. It is actually big. Yeah. All right, shoot me, shoot me his contact info. Yeah, I will. We'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to hook up. So, uh, so obviously, STG is going to be a sponsor, right? For your for your effort. Uh, Any any other sponsors you guys want to mention? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We're, he's the first ever Helmet House sponsored rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helmet House distributes Showy, Alpine yeah. Stars, Cortec Tourmaster, mm-hmm. HJC Helmets, mm-hmm. uh, Rick Cho, Scott, Scott Link over there. Thanks for that. Thank uh, love that. Uh, Vortex Racing, you know, Matt Griffin over there, uh, longtime partnership with them. Matt's done a tremendous amount in support of our project bikes yeah. over the year. Kyle Martin over M4 Exhaust. Yeah, best exhaust ever in the world, made in Texas. Yeah. That's right. America. 100%. Looks great, makes power. Spiegler brake lines. Yep. Colorful with braking power. Massive <laughs> braking power. We get a lot of help, too, and a lot of advice. I'm good yeah. friends with Chris and John Ulrich. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's going to be a, a, a big benefit. You know, I'm texting Chris all the time, asking this, that, and the other thing. So he's yeah. kind of helped keeping us lined out. And Rocco's dad, you know, it's Stoney's a good guy, and you know we did a little endurance race last year where Rocco, Max, and Damian Jagaloff rode our R3. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Damian ran out of gas during his stint, so we didn't win the race that we had in hand. Yeah, it happens, you know. But we got to work together and hang out with Stoney and yeah. Rocco, and and uh, amazing experience. Yeah, good people, and they've really got it together, man. You know, Stoney is like the grand poobah of the Ninja 400. I mean, that dude is just oh, well. dialed. That's so I've, I've been texting him a little bit, asking for some. Yeah, it, it's it's great to have people like that in your, uh, in, 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 yeah, in the background just to kind of help oh, yeah. you out. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. I would like to take a little break here to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by the following supporters of my podcast: Thumper Club member John Gardner, also known as G Four, Parallel Twin Club members Shane Patella and Jerry Vavaro, V Twin Club member Harley Nemzer from the On the Road Again Motorcycle School. Triple Club member Aaron at The Motorcycle Rider. Inline Four Club members Andrew Goodman, author of the book Shiny Side Up, From First Ride to Fast Rider, and Richard Warfield Jr. of R-Dub Studios and the Loud Pipes Podcast. And V4 Club members Robbie Ciccolo Jr., the Moto America Twins Cup racer and N2 track day coach, and John Del Vecchio from the Street Skills LLC Motorcycle Riding School and author of the book and online course Cornering Confidence. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your support. It is greatly appreciated. 
If you feel you're getting value from my podcast and you would like to join these supporters to help grow my podcast and other motorcycle-related content and thus contribute to the growth of the sport of motorcycling, please check out the podcast supporters link on my website. And now, back to the show. So, so Max, do you have like your, your list of sponsors practiced? You know, like I, I see Rocco, he's, he's been working on it, right? And it's, I was listening to yeah. uh, Carruthers and Bice to their podcast because that, that was the most recent interview they did was with uh, Rocco and they were busting his chops about how like, the, you know, w- when he's up on the podium, it's like the long list of and this. And I'd like to you know, yeah. thank all these people. Well, first of all, I just want to thank everybody that's bought something from SDG because that's, yeah. that's the reason why I'm out here. The business, you know, everything that's, that's what puts money in my dad's pocket technically. That makes right. sense. So that's the number one reason yeah. that he gets to do this. And, you know, it's yeah. the support that we get from our customers. Mm-hmm. That's what fuels the business, mm-hmm. you know, and allows us to, to go out and ride together yeah. and, and, and now get him out racing. So that's first and foremost, you know, and that's what even began all the relationships we have with all the companies, mm-hmm. you know, that are, are participating too. That all comes in the end from the support from our customers. Yeah. And most of our customers have said like, they give me all the support. I mean, they, they know I can do stuff in Moto America. They know I can, I don't know, just race and have fun and be a part of the competition. I've had a couple people tell me I, I could never do it, but, you know, I'm just – thank you to everybody for all the support, you know, because I'm trying to trying to make everybody proud. That's awesome. No, it's great to have all those people rooting for you, you know. And yeah. I mean, it's cool, right? You know, people are doing their racing and their track day thing or whatever, and they're buying good stuff from, from you guys, and then they're also you yeah. know, supporting the racing efforts. So yeah. that's a, it's kind of like a win-win for everybody, right? Yeah, we're out there riding with the people that we work with and Customers. sell to, you know. Yeah. We yeah. do a lot of sport bike track time, track days. We did one and two day yeah. last year. We did a a lean track day. My buddy, Sam Wang, right. Known him for a long time. He, he puts those on over there at Nelson ledges before the races and such. So, you know, we've ridden, ridden there with them. So we get to go out with a lot of the people that, uh, you know, we sell to and he's out there racing with them and stuff. And yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Awesome. So Trevor Standish is on. So, Hey, Trevor. Oh, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> good dude. Yeah. He's awesome. So, uh, so you, you guys are Michigan, right? Yeah. What uh, what what tracks do you ride? I know you mentioned Groton. Is that Bratton is that Raceway, is that in Michigan? Is that the Groton Raceway? There's Gingerman Raceway, but yeah, I've but heard, I'm not taking you there yet. I've heard that track's boring and nobody races there either, so it's just kind of. Yeah, I think Arma, I think CCS or something, or maybe Arma goes there, but for you know we There's do no yeah we do Wira, you know, so Wira goes to Groton. Groton's really our home track for yeah. where we're located. Okay, and it's a tough layout, you know. The track is. Uh, I just call it a little rough yeah, and sure. uh, a lot of blind corners off camber uh, downhill stuff, you know, elevation changes. It's a hard track to, to master. And he rides that real well. And it, it translates, you know, when he goes to new tracks, he, he just seems to pick it up pretty quick. Yeah, and there's just, a lot of bumps too. And one thing I want to say to Trevor Standish, get a hamburger from the Waffle House, no plain waffles. Dude. Hamburger is the way to go. Who goes to Waffle House and gets For a hamburger? Do it's, they have like a hamburger waffle or it's like, no, oh. it's just, just the hamburger is so good, too. He only eats hamburgers and chicken nuggets. Oh, chicken fingers, actually, dude. Yeah, whatever. Chicken nuggets, chicken fingers. It's the same thing, soup. dude. It's horrible. I'm picky. I like steak. I like a lot of things. I like spaghetti, man. Yeah. Trying to eat a but, all right, but the kid's pretty fast, right? So, I mean, you know, maybe who knows? You, you know, you never no, know what you, you, you never know what contributes. <laughs> you got to lay off on the Trulies, dude. Dude, I went faster than McLaren. That's that car cost $250,000. I went faster on my Jixer. Yeah. You're also going 160 something on the straightaway. I'm going. Because the Jixer has 1,000 ancient samurai warriors at my disposal whenever I want it. Four seconds faster. Just don't forget it. 
That's Guess when you're getting a ride a thousand. Never. <laughs> <laughs> when you're thir- when you're thirty five, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll still whoop you when you're on a six hundred too. You better believe that. Which uh, which, by the way, Brian, congratulations on the Trans Am. I saw the uh, the photos oh, you posted. Man, I've wanted that for a long time. That was pretty cool. Like, is Max even allowed in the garage? Or yeah, I'm on the garage. I want to try and drive it here in a, in a bit. I'll let him drive it. You know, he 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 he's smooth on the equipment. You know, we snowmobile in the winter too. He rides yes. a 100 cc snowmobile. It's one of my old sleds, real fast. You know, he's not a crasher there. Mm-hmm. You know, he should stop crashing on the racetrack. Uh, Real smooth, even his equipment. You know, I tear the bikes down. You know, he's just not hard on mm-hmm. things. A lot of guys are having shifting issues with the Ninja 400. Mm-hmm. I'm a stickler about my setup for the rear sets and mm-hmm. the, you know, the angles for the shift rod and the knuckle and everything. And I get that dialed in for him. And, mm-hmm. you know, and he doesn't come in complaining about uh, missed shifts. And when the engine builder tore the engines down, everything looked cash money. So mm-hmm. I think I'd let him drive the car. Yeah. Maybe. Some nicer on things than you are. So, well, my car, I get to do burnouts in it. Whatever. So, uh, so I don't know if you guys saw, but Trevor says he's got to go with Brian on the waffle thing. Who gets anything but a waffle from the Waffle House or whatever? It is. Try a hamburger, you'll change your mind. No, no. See, it just shows that most people side with me. Mm-hmm. Most people that are listening to this are going. I go to the Waffle House. I'm going to get some eggs. I'm going to get some hash browns, some jalapenos in it. I'm, maybe still, some, I'm, some, I'm still prettier than you. <laughs> you got frosted tips, dog. Take off your hat. frosted tips. <laughs> yeah, I used to have hair until this kid. You got bald tips. This kid irritates the hell out of you. Hair kid, all kid, kids, will, kids will do it to you, right? Yeah, frosted <laughs> tips. I got a picture of him with, um, with hair. You want I used to, to have a lot of hair. Yeah, you want to, you want to yeah. see it? It's gone, man. No. Oh, you, got, you got a photo to share? Oh, he's going to get it. Yeah. If I can find it. It's the only one in existence. So so, so so while he's like trying a Jordan to, rookie card in mint condition. While while he's trying to dig out a, a photo, Brian. So how how long have you been riding? I'm guessing a couple of years. Yeah, you know, probably not as long as you think. I mean, you know, I've ridden snowmobiles my whole life. We're in Michigan and you know in the wintertime, that's been a family activity right. for us. You know, I had exposure to motorcycles on and off as a kid, yeah. but never an extreme amount. Uh, you know, when I got into my really, really early thirties. I'd always wanted a motorcycle, kind of the same way I always wanted a black Trans Am. And check this out. Look at all that hair. Oh, wow. Okay. And I've got a tie on, too. That's the proof. Yeah. Looks like a little girl. Michael Jordan rookie card of rarity right there. Yeah. Uh, so, it, you know, about 30 years old is when I really got into it. You know, it's when I had the money to, to go out and do it. Yeah. And it took about five seconds to go from starting to ride on the street to going to the racetrack and, and being completely hooked. Yeah. So you started, started riding. His first track day, I think he was a week old. Yeah, at the, at the track. Yeah, you were just there in a little baby carrier. I don't remember. I wish I remember exactly. I don't good. think you remember that. Dude. I wish it was that good. A week. Yeah, you know, it, it's actually funny. I talked to, interviewed Melissa Paris recently, and you know, she mentioned that she was racing up until she was like five months pregnant. So it's no wonder her son has such awesome balance on two wheels, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they're super cool. I've, I've met them a few times, and Josh came out to the shop once way back in the day and when he was uh, riding for Technique and, and Rise. Just a, a great guy, mm-hmm. you know, one of the best ambassadors probably ever for uh, American Sorry. road racing is Josh Hayes. Yeah. Without a, a great champion, just a great dude, you know. But yeah. you can see where he started and where he, where he is now. I mean, it's just crazy to believe that he was just very familiar. We were novice. And stuff like that, and then you just went to winning, just winning everything. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that guy. That guy's focused. I don't. I don't know him. I've like never met him in person, yeah, I, but I know a little bit about his career. He went from racing some novice, I think, we or something like that, something like club almost, and then he just went to straight AMA and started destroying, destroying, destroying. Yeah, like just that. great guy, great champion too, great, great ambassador for the sport. Got yeah. a good heart for yeah, the sport. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's really cool. So I, I guess uh, Michigan is good for snowmobiling, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. How many how many months? Like what what's the season for snowmobiling? When do you get start getting serious? You know, now? it seems so when I was a kid I remember the snow used to be a lot deeper. I think yeah. all kind of uh, same like thing, that, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, it's January, February, and in the early March is is uh when we do our riding, you know, so we try to get up you know, a good five weekends each year. We take a week long trip to the upper peninsula, cross the bridge and, and go up there to the Mecca of snowmobiling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty good. The whole family rides. My little daughter, Sophia, she rides in front of me. I put her hands underneath mine on the handlebars to keep them warm. And she's she's a midget. She's 10 years old. She's right, yeah. Like a circus midget. Four foot two, somewhere around there. Yeah. <laughs> so she's short enough. She can ride in front of me. We go out and just get it done. We ride big days, like 330 miles backpack nice. trip. Nice. You do like overnighters and stuff? or Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll do that. Cause that's like a big thing, like up in that area and stuff, right? Like you know, people will go like you can go a couple of days at a time. You just kind of hop from inn to inn or whatever, and yeah. you know, fuel stops true. and yeah. Most people just go up and ride around in smaller radius. You know, some people are more adventurous and go yeah. farther. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to start it up, I like to go. I like to ride at least 200 miles a day. Otherwise, I don't even want to do it. Mm-hmm. Not worth it. Yeah. yeah you guys, you ride up in Canada at all? No, I haven't been there. Have you? No, I've never ridden in Canada. I don't have to worry about going there now because the Corona Pocket has the border locked <laughs> exactly. out, man. Exactly. But then again, I mean, you know, on a snowmobile, who's going to stop you, right? <laughs> no, right well, through the woods. Yeah, well, you can't go from the UP of Michigan. That you try mm. to cross Lake Superior, you're going to find okay. out real quick. That's a bad idea. I, I, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Makes sense. Um, Tristan wants to know if you guys ever play hockey. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Nah, we play real sports called motorcycle racing. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so take that, right? I mean, I played, I think I played a total of like six years of football in my life. I played probably like four years of baseball and then two years of basketball, but nothing really touched my heart as much as motorcycles too. Mm-hmm. Nothing really like caught yeah. my eye, caught my attention, like caught my talent as motorcycles did. Right. So I love how, how old were you when you started, started riding? I got my first CRF. I got a Honda CR50 when I was two. I'm pretty sure my dad rode me around because, of course, I couldn't really handle all that. And then after a little while, I think I was in fourth grade, I got a CRF80, and I kind of rode that up north in the trails, and I rode that around my house until until I got into road racing, technically. And I started my first track day when I was 11, almost 12, and that was just, that was just the beginning. Nice. And then the next year, is like, hey, man, I want to race. Yeah. There you go. It's in like, the it's in oh, the let's go race. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Do uh, you ride on the street at all, Brian? Or did you ever ride I've much ridden on the around street? on the street, you know, and, I, you know, one, one time, guys, I think in 2012, my wife and I went to Italy, right? It was a half business, half vacation gig. And one of my really good friends in this industry, Bill Broth, he's the owner of Moto Nation, uh, distributes CD boots and some different stuff. He was over there too, and uh, I got to believe it or not borrow the owner of Alpine Stars, Gabriele's K sixteen hundred BMW. He let me borrow this bike, and my nice. wife and I took this ride from Oslo, Italy, uh, into uh, Croatia, right, with one of the owners of CD and the distributor of CD and some other Italian dude and his wife, and we really enjoyed that. So 
at some point, I think we're going to buy a bike like that now that I'm so old, you know, and should be cruising around, maybe taking mom on trips up north on the motorcycle. So, you know, we're, we're kicking that idea around and I would street ride like that. Yeah. You know, but, you know, beyond that, probably, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't have a lot of interest right now in street riding. Yeah, no, I hear you. I know a lot of people, once once they start doing track or racing, it just, whatever, that's where their attention goes, and that kind of makes sense. Have you ever, uh, you know, Cat McLeod with the Leo Motorcycle Escapes? He does, like, these, it's, it's kind of cool, these European, you know, like, road trips that's mixed with going to a MotoGP track, right? So you do some touring, like, through the Alps or something like that, and then, then you hit a Moto, MotoGP track, and you do, like, track days for a day or two. Sounds, uh, sounds yeah, I've heard, cool. yeah, Yeah, I know who he is and, and yeah. familiar with the business for sure, and that's it's a, a cool thing that he's got going, no doubt. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. that could be something down the road. For yeah. sure, take Mama over there and have a nice little vacay, escape you. Minion, <laughs> as he's uh, off doing his racing thing or whatever. <laughs> does uh, th- does your wife ride at all? She did one track day on a Ninja Two Fifty a long oh, cool. time ago, and uh, okay. she came back in. She goes, "You know what? I did. I rode the whole day. I'm done." Okay. Well, that's it. Ain't everybody's thing, so that's cool. At least she was willing to try it. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so so we have a, a special request. So Sean Sage says he just ordered some new knee pucks and he wants to know if Max can sign them. So I, I'll let I'll let you guys take that one if you want. What? <laughs> You'd have to shoot me something. Um, shoot me like a direct message on Instagram or either Facebook and just send me your order number. And Dude, I'll look Sean's old. He doesn't use Instagram. He's on Facebook. Facebook, Facebook, yeah. Facebook. And yeah, I'll, I'll look up the order number, track them, see when they all come in, and see if they're in stock, and I'll go ahead. When I'm picking it out of the bin, I'll just I'll sign them. Cool. cool. Go ahead with that. What what knee pucks did you get? Ask ask him that. Yeah. So yeah, Sean, which pucks did you get? Let's see. Hopefully he's still listening. Dude, yeah, somebody wants you to autograph. Maybe he, maybe he got ticked off because I waited too long to ask his question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he has Instagram. So how about that? <laughs> <laughs> so he's still listening. <laughs> RST. RST bucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We have all, we import that stuff, so we have those there. If, sure. if they're not the pink ones, I'm very disappointed in you, Sean, because those ones are the, the the chicks dig it. Like that's how I got my pretty lady. That's how I got my girl from. It was the pink the pink pucks. Do they at least match his bike? Do you know? What? Do they at least does pink at least match his bike? Like, do you know what his bike looks like? No, I do, I do not. Okay. All right, so whatever. All right, so you guys can you guys can work that out. That's cool. I run the. Um, pink. Are you give a shout out to your girl or no? Yeah. Yeah, come on, let's do it. Shout out to my girlfriend Abby Davis. And Absolutely. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of cool. all I got. I don't know. That's random, but kind of <laughs> watching a little bit. But yes, it's okay. Yeah, she might be watching. Maybe, maybe. No, she's doing a family game that game. Well, now. we can. You know, we, you can always give it a link. You can always give it a link and just tell her where to where to watch where you said hello. Yeah. So. Hopefully, she'll join here in a minute. I told her that I was doing it, but she might have forgot. Might have forgot about me. Does she ride at all? No, her brother does. Blake Davis. Okay, gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Very nice, very nice. So, uh, let's see. So, Sean said, I don't know, Red S. Oh, okay, Red RST. So, I guess the Red RST and the Pucks and Alpenstar's gloves also. All right. Yeah. You know what? I think maybe we should see if he can buy a couple more things. You might as well, like, because you guys, yeah. Gotta, yeah. you got, you guys got to ship this, right? So, Sean, you need like, a, you need like a helmet or anything, or. Exhaust, a new, a new suit, or <laughs> yeah, no, Sean, Sean's a longtime customer. Thanks again for oh, the order, Sean. Yeah, yeah he's a that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Support is one hundred percent appreciated. 
And Sean says he thinks your girl lives close to where he's got. So I don't know. Yep. At, yep. Yeah. Lynchburg, Virginia. That's where she's at. Long that's distance, cool. but it's worth it. So her brother is uh, another one of our sponsored riders this year. Yes. Blake uh, was able to do his first round. I think at Road Atlanta Junior Cup when he turned fourteen. Yep. Nice. And uh, yeah, obviously we know the Davis is a little bit, and Blake's a fast kid and good kid, and uh, so we reached out and. Yeah, I stayed with them for a week, like around a month ago now. I stayed at their house in Virginia for, for a week, and it was probably the most fun I've ever had. Nice. A long time. More fun than racing your bike? Hell yeah. Wow. Wow, that's saying something. Cool statement, man. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is I cool. mean, there's no better time than being with your lover, I guess. That makes sense. Well, she's not your lover. You're only 14. She's your love of your life. She's, she's my girlfriend. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. We've got to keep it PG. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So uh so you guys both run the number forty eight, right? Yeah. Where what's the what's the origin of that? I always love asking people like where's number forty eight. I have no idea. It just, just happened. Just <laughs> awesome. That's a good good answer. Good answer. Yeah, it, it happened and then we you know, a friend of mine, Bill Maselli, local guide, made our logo for us way back in the day and it used a picture uh, from a track day. The number was in it. I guess that's now the significance. It's been there for you know, a long time, and, and uh, mm-hmm. we were really lucky to get 48 for him with Weera. And, Moto, and, Moto and then America. through Moto America, you know, I was awesome. kind of sweating that a little bit, like, man, yeah. these yeah. things available, and it turned out that it was. So, And yeah. you, didn't, you didn't have to bump anybody off? It was just available? No. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to I'd give a free helmet or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, if I yeah. Really yeah like, right. Hey, yeah. Man, if you switch your number, I'll give you, like a, that's- I'll give you a showy helmet. That's a cool. That's a cool. Brand new X fourteen. That's a cool idea. Uh, speak, speaking of helmets, I think it was, it was at least the first one I saw. I know you were you, you've done this like series of videos, like you know I, I forget what you title it exactly, but can, can you actually believe this happened? Kind of thing. No, you um, can't make this shit up. You, you can't make this shit up. Okay, and and I think the the first one right was someone returned a helmet. You know they had peeled off the the protection on the visor and like wrapped it in saran wrap or something like that. Or yeah, they wrapped. They took the whole shield <laughs> off the helmet. And wrapped around it in saran wrap. Nice. Okay. Well, and there were bugs stuck to the helmet. And then they sent this long letter explaining that those might not be bugs. That might be cat food because oh. the helmet sat so close to the cat dish. Oh wow! Before they sent it back. Yeah. When you work in retail, you know you you. Uh, we have the best customer base in the universe. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. We probably see far less of this shit than anybody else Nobody. does. Yeah. So they really stand out for us when you get funny stuff like these people that think they're getting a whole motorcycle when they buy an exhaust system. I just I saw that one. That was that was what for an H two. It was like for yeah, that an was, exhaust yeah, for a Ninja H two, and the guy was ticked off. The motorcycle doesn't come with it. Like, oh. <laughs> what is that? A twenty five thousand dollar motorcycle? Twenty five thousand dollar motorcycle with a thirteen hundred dollar exhaust. Can. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to how it is, yeah. man. Uh, that's too funny. That's too funny. Um. So, yeah, so speaking of your support, right, so you, you guys are pretty actively supporting quite a few racers, right? So Rocco Landers and Twins Cup, right? You Blake got Davis. STG on the bike, Blake Davis. Who, who else support, are you guys? Support the whole backing? Team Hammer team, too. Yeah, we've right. got a sponsor, of the, yeah, for Team Hammer. You know, like I said, we have a real good relationship with Chris yeah. and John and been doing that for a long time. And, and uh, yeah, so, you know, we've got stickers on all those bikes, and, and then they came to me with the – proposition to help Rocco ride that twins bike, you know, and, and Max and I first met Rocco last year at uh, Nelson ledges, you know, his dad, he, Rocco rides quite a bit, you know, and, and Stoney takes him everywhere. Seat yeah. time, seat time, seat time. So he showed up at Nelson ledges 
Max had connected with him over uh, Instagram or something. So we show up the morning, right, the Friday morning of practice, and this kid comes over and he's like, hey, man, you want me to help you unload that trailer? That was Rocco. Yeah. And I'm like, that was the first time that I personally met Rocco. Me and him are buddies. I was actually on the phone with him right before, right before we got on the live. Yeah, yeah, he's a good kid. He's one hell of a motorcycle racer, too. You know, so John and Chris came in with that idea. And, you know, we, we loaned our support to help, you know, that keep that yeah. twins ride going and get Rocco out there. And he's just done a phenomenal job, you know, just getting it done and uh, representing us real well. Super yeah. proud of that for sure. And, Awesome. Yeah, same with Blake. You know, Blake's got his first couple rounds under his belt, you know, and, and his crew chief is his, is his father too, Mike Davis, you know, great people. And, you know, they're working hard, and I think it won't be long before we see little Blakey, you know, running That's towards awesome. the point there. Amazing, yeah. amazing daughter too. Yeah. <laughs> One for the girlfriend. Keep, keep, yeah. keep plugging it. <laughs> Can never have enough compliments, right? Yeah. This was a quick break to mention the affiliates program for my podcast. If you go to the affiliates page on my website, you'll see the companies that I have partnered with to bring you some of the motorcycle gear and services that I use myself. Not only will you benefit from their products and services, but depending on the product you choose, you may also get a discount. By using these links to make a purchase, you will also be supporting the podcast and my goal to help grow the sport of motorcycling. My affiliate partners are author Andrew Goodman and his book, Shiny Side Up, From First Ride to Fast Rider. Bond Body Armor, which provides excellent armored gear for hot weather conditions that can also be used year-round with the cool weather gear you probably already have. Break Free, makers of the smart brake light for your helmet. Heroic Racing Apparel, designer and manufacturer of high-quality custom and off-the-rack gear for street and track riding, including leather gloves, jackets, track suits, and their armored Kevlar hoodie. Motul, which provides the Slacker digital suspension tuner, which makes it easy for anyone to set the front and rear seg on their motorcycle without needing help from anyone else. And StreetSkills LLC, which provides the Cornering Confidence book and online course, which really helped me improve my street riding skills, including the proper use of trail braking. And now, back to the show. But uh, yeah, Rocco, that's a busy kid. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, I was listening to the most recent podcast, Moto America, and, you know, it's the fact that he's running Junior Cup, you know, two races a weekend, Twins Cup, sometimes two races a weekend, you know, he's doing the Red Bull Rookies Cup thing. So uh, busy, busy kid. Yeah. yeah, Fast, fast, man. It's it's cool to see him race. That kid can, that kid can ride. There's no doubt about it. I think Rocco is, is the real deal. You know, what I would love to see for him is for him to stay here and, uh, you know, continue to be a part of the Moto America series. You know, I think him and his dad have the uh, aspirations of racing in Europe. And while I can understand that, it's just awesome to see him over here. And it'd be great to see him continue to be a part of this series and, you know, hopefully, you know, get this Twins Cup championship and, and then get him on that 600 and watch him get a super sport championship and then get him into those super bikes when it's appropriate and, yeah. and, and watch him rise and what I think would be right to the, you know, it would be a, a quick ride to the yeah. top there too. I mean, that kid's got it. There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I see, I think it was just recently at the Ridge, he remembered to, to mention STG as one of his sponsors, right? I think yeah. <laughs> it was actually, it was kind of, it was kind of cool the way he did. He was like, ah, oh, man, I'm sorry. I really haven't mentioned STG. So I'm, gu- I'm guessing he got pulled aside or something. <laughs> You know, that's probably a lot of pressure. You know, he's a 15-year-old kid. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and you're you're all excited. You know, you just want to race. And, yeah. 
a big national race. And then you go up there and, you know, you talk in front of people, adults on television. Mm -hmm. That's a tall order, I I would say. And uh, yeah, he might've forgot a couple of times, but then, you know, he, he, he fixed it up and we're all, we're all good. No, absolutely. I I thought he handled it really well. I mean, that's what things he's very well spoken. Like he, he's definitely a good ambassador for the sport. So yeah, that's really, yeah, they're good people. He's a true American too. That kid's a true American. So, yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, I like the thing he did with the flag, right? Um, it was, it, was it two rounds? Yeah, two was, rounds ago or something, right? He stopped the side of the, the fence, and there was a spectator had a big flag, and he had to flag, stick, yeah. stick it down the back of his suit. That was really cool. And he was that. wearing that white HJC with our sticker on both sides. That was uh, yeah. I, we nice. got some pictures of that from Brian J. Nelson, and uh, that's a keeper. Mm-hmm. So that's got to be cool, actually. I mean, you know, to to be watching a Moto America race and seeing seeing your logo out on all these bikes and stuff. Must make you yeah, feel good. It's yeah. awesome, but I think it's more so cool to see it on our customers' bikes because we don't we don't pay them; they just buy from us. It's kind of cool to just see, like, oh and yeah, they, and they sticker up with they that's just, cool. They love us, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I know. That is that, that is something that's really touching. Like when somebody will take the time to email in a picture of them riding, yeah, you know, a picture yeah. of their bike with with our sticker on it and our logo. And I mean that. I think I'm with you on that. That probably means more to me than watching Rocco smash everybody and win and, yeah. and have our sticker all over the bike. I mean, that's, I love them both, but I probably appreciate like you, the, you know, the customer one more. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So uh, I hope I didn't open up a can of worms here, but Sean wants to know, he's like, Oh, I don't get a suit with the pucks. <laughs> so, no, Sean, so, so, no. <laughs> on, on the theme of the exhaust that doesn't come with the motorcycle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Everybody's got to be a comedian, right? The only person I give free suits to is this guy right here. There you go. It's the only person who gets free suits from me. But he's got to wash and wax the Trans Am and stuff, right? No, I don't want him touching. Okay, not yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. Just so everyone's aware, I use Motul wash and wax. There you go. Microfiber. That baby doesn't even get wet. No. Plug for Motul. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. So, uh, all right. So, 2021 is going to be Junior Cup. And then what's 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 the plans after that? Like, are you Twins thinking Cup. thinking that far? Twins, Twins Cup. Cup. Oh, that's okay. the plan. I know. I, this is the first time I heard that. That's a lie. You, you heard it. You heard it first well, here. Would you want to ride if you were twenty twenty? Hundred percent. Team Hammers. Hundred percent. Right. It's the best leg I've ever. Oh, nice. Okay. You better get out there and show those guys you can yeah, ride. I would. Uh, I have to. Yeah. There you go. That's a good goal. I like that one. I, and I think that's the next thing. A lot of people. A lot. You know. A lot of people that know us and ride with Max the track. He's a pretty good rider. And they're like, hey, I wanted to take my 600 out. I'm like, no, nope, not going to happen. You know, and uh, you should take your 1,000 out. Well, we obviously know I don't want to let him do that because if he turns a faster lap time than me, it'd be soul crushing. So that's never going to happen. I mean, But I want to see him go from, like, he's on that 400 now. He's got an R3 and a 400. He's ridden both of those this year. And that he's going to stay on the 400 now exclusively. And then the next bike but for me, it's 100% you farted out on this thing, dude. It's going to be it, – it, it's, it's Sound effects. Yeah, it's not sound effects. It's got a problem. It's going to be the, 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 the 650. It's going to be the twin. That's just yeah. – those are the steps that make sense to me. You know, right. I want to see him get the most that he can out of the bike that he's on right now. Sure. And from there, we'll go to that, you know, the, the next tier. Yeah. yeah. Now everyone knows. <laughs> now, now. Now, now he's now he's getting himself. 
kid's lactose intolerant. That's, that's, that, that, I mean, he does it. That's the best kind when it ricochets and comes back at you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Sean mentioned he also loves your YouTube videos, which uh, great, great point. I mean, I've gotten so much out of them. Um, you know, I started riding back in 2016, and I think the first video I watched was one of the ones you did on uh, motorcycle stands, mm-hmm. uh, which was really cool. I remember, like, you were kind of just out in the garage. and stands, that's, that's what I bought. That's what I that's bought, right. Pitbull. Um, I, got yeah. two, I got two of them. They're awesome. And, uh, yeah, I, I remember you just showing some of the knockoff yeah, stuff, nice. and it's like, look, I can just step on this thing, and it goes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think you, you just picked it up. You picked it up in your arm just went, you know. Bent it. People don't know a lot of that stuff that comes over in these boxes from China. Like Amazon stuff. And of it, it looks good, but when you yeah. really get your hands on it, it's just a steaming pile of shit, you know? Yeah. And there's some great stands, like motorcycle stands are difficult to make well. They need to be kind of bulky and welded together and, <laughs> yes, like- you know, one piece for the most part. And Pitbull, right? Charlie V, he's my guy over there, right? Literally worked on the, the friggin' you know, aerospace program here in America, previous to owning and running Pitbull. Very well designed, super great product. And also Eric Woodover at Woodcraft. I mean, that's another great American product there. You know, a lot of his product line with the stands he makes. And, you know, we do some videos that are uh, slightly entertaining. Some people find them entertaining, but also try to blend in some information there too. And that stand video is is one of those, you know, I wanted... I wanted to give people a laugh yeah, and follow it up with, you know, some information that it's just true. You know, it's, I've learned a lot over the last, you know, 20 years and what we're doing in all those videos. I'm just sharing with you the opinion that I formed having the opportunity to handle all this stuff. You know, I've gotten to use cheap stands. I've had bikes fall off of cheap stands. I've gotten to use good ones. I've gotten to ride in hundred dollar helmets in $1,600 helmets, uh, boots, gloves, suits, jet, the whole nine, you know, and that's what we're trying to do is just share that perspective with our customers. Yeah. No, which is awesome. It's obviously appreciated. And I know you guys just hit, you like past a hundred thousand subscriber mark, right? With, yeah, uh, with, with YouTube. Yeah. So well, that was, that was cool. Now, somewhere around there. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So anything, uh, anything else you guys wanted to, to touch upon before we, uh, we, we wind it down? Actually, I guess a question for you guys is, you know, suppose someone's actually kind of, this kind of applies to me, I guess, right? They're, they're interested in track days. You know, they've heard about it. They're riding on the street. They want to start uh, checking it out. What, what advice do you guys have? What you want to do is you want to look for a track day organization mm-hmm. that is going to be, you know, in your geographic area, yeah, right? Sure. So an example of that would be, let's say you're a Michigander. You know, that's fork bike track time all the way, right? Yeah. You know, we've known those guys for a long time. So we've had, a, and I used to be a coach with them way back in the day. You know, and you get a good look from the inside out of an organization it, and you start there. They have a novice program that's for free, right? There's no additional charge to be the new guy, you know, and they will take you through from, hey, I've never ridden on a racetrack and I might be a little nervous, right? All the way to getting a race license so you can go race yeah. Wira. The coaching that he's gotten, Thus far, I don't ride with Max at all, if anyone's curious about that. Um, you know, I watch him ride from the side of the track. I build his bikes. I teach him life. But when it comes to motorcycling, I feel that as a father, it's really difficult to also teach him how to ride a bike. We talk about it a bit, but, you know, I left a lot of that to the coaches at Sport Bike yeah. Track Time. Chris Allrich has helped us out there. A lot of phone calls and, 
and discussions there with Chris. Uh, you had a good one one time with Eric Wood on the phone too. Yeah. Eric's a hell of a rider coach, you know, but Max is a great example of it. What can happen if you just go to a track day organization like sport bike track time and you just listen and you follow what the coaches are telling you mm-hmm. now, you know, on same like equipment, I don't know if any of the coaches can get you anymore. Cause uh, even some coaches like I've been a lot faster than I'm not, I'm not being honest. They still give me pointers. Like every, every time I go out, they'll see like one little thing in my line or one, get on the gas earlier or something like that. And they'll just right. say, Hey, do this, they'll just see it. And they know I can push farther than they know my limits. I'll just, I'll just listen and I'll work on that every lap. And it's really paid dividends. And I think there's probably a lot of organizations that are out, out there like that. Those mm-hmm. coaches are typically volunteers and they have a, just such a vested interest in all the people that come out to ride with the organization, you know, and, and uh, they really want to see people ride safely. Number one, yeah. without crashing, right. right? Preserve yourself and also, you know, improve as a rider, you know, so they're invested in that and they, work with people on a, a, a close basis to help them get there. Mm-hmm. That's my advice. Find the one that's geographically close to you and flip them an email, you know, get your bike ready, get out there and go have some fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you guys know Chris Onweiler? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He was, he was, he was on the podcast, uh, I don't know, about six months ago, but he's, he's a really good dude too. And uh, I'm pretty sure he teaches with uh, sport bike track time. Yep. Yeah. Chris is, I've known Chris a long time. Chris yeah. is more over the Chicago land. Yeah. Area, right. right? You know, so kind of more over there. We're kind of over here. Don't don't see him an awful lot. But yeah, I've known Chris a long time. Great guy. Yeah, yeah. awesome dude. And then, uh, what about gear? You know, someone's wanting to get started. You know, what 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 what's it going to cost them to kind of get their you know initial setup? And you know, what would you recommend? Well, I mean, it's going to be different for everyone, right? Everyone has a different budget to operate with. What I would encourage anyone is if if your funds allow it you know, buy the best that you can. Yeah. You know, I think the airbag technology that's out there today is, is such a huge benefit. So if you can afford an Alpine stars airbag suit and the, the mm-hmm. tech air race airbag yeah. vest, even if you're a newbie, I would say buy it. Yeah. Like that, that tech airbag and the suit is, I would say 10 times cheaper than your hospital bill is going to be. And how, wait, and how do you know, how do you know how well it works? Oh, exactly. tell everybody that? I, I think I've deployed it seven or eight times. Mm-hmm. Six, actually. Six. Well, no, it's a seven. It's seven. No, it's, seven. I believe it's six. One hundred percent six. Whatever, but many times to where I know how it works. Right. And, yeah. A couple of them were wicked too. Oh, yeah. A couple of them were ugly. And he walked, just literally walked away. And you know, I've had crashes where oh, oh, that's gone. That's great. You know, uh, and I've seen similar stuff out of him, and he's been protected. Not everyone can afford that. So yeah. then, you know, what do we have entry level wise? We've got some great stuff. We import some stuff from RST mm-hmm. from over in the, the UK, right? You know, we can get you into a, a hell of a race suit for $400. We've got yes. some RST gauntlet gloves that are 120 bucks. And those things are awesome. They're full kangaroo. That's what I ride in by choice. $120 retail glove. I've got $500 pair of gloves in my bag. Uh, you know, boots, CD makes a great boot. You know, we got boots from 200 up to over 500. Of course, A-Star, Supertech R is yeah. amazing. SMX Plus is a SMX 6. They've got those things too. Those are for mainly just beginners, I would say. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And helmets, you know, that's an area where I think people can get lost and think that it has to be expensive to be protective. I personally believe that you can get a, a protective helmet for a couple hundred dollars. 
right? You know, what you find with the more higher end helmets is the performance in the helmet is better. The ventilation is better. The field of vision is better. It's more comfortable, right? It's less distracting. And one of the big things with the higher end helmets is going to be aerodynamic performance, right? They're just more slippery in the wind. You don't have the lift. You don't have the buffeting. And and that is uh, reduces fatigue, that right. Shoei X14 is a way to go with all those aerodynamics and protection and everything. Is that what you're riding in? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be different for everyone. What we try to do with our customers is work with them and try and find out where's your budget at. Right. And then we'll, we'll kind of put together a kit for you, right? Mm-hmm. Using those guidelines, you know, all the while trying to put you into the stuff that we personally feel is going to be the safest and best performing gear given the budget you have us working with. Good. Cool. 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 So if people want to contact you guys, what's the best way? Just like via email, I guess uh, your phone number and stuff's on the website. Yeah. You can also, yeah. Call into the website. That's probably the biggest thing. Yeah. If you shoot Facebook messages, I've been answering those for the last couple of months. We've been so busy that our STG Facebook, uh, I took over answering those messages and some of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, I answer those. You know, email address is orders at sportbiketrackgear.com. Phone number is 888-784-4327. Okay. And even, like, text every, like, text everything, even me. I mean, I'm, I may or may not be able to respond, but if I, if I don't really know exactly what to, what to say, I'll ask my dad, and, you know, he'll reach out to you and kind of let you know, let you know yeah. the answer. Good. Awesome. Cool, cool. Awesome. Easy to find. Awesome. Awesome, awesome customer service. That's really cool. So uh, one, one last question from Sean. So Max, he wants to know if you could describe what it's like when the airbag suit goes off. <laughs> it's kind of like... You have a lot of experience. Yeah. It's like when it pops off, you don't even realize what happens. And you get up and you're just like, oh, shit, I just crashed. And you're like, what the hell? You can't move your arms that well. Well, you can move them, but it's just like a bit more difficult. But it feels like you just landed on cloud boobies, you know, like, like, just wow, all- <laughs> dude, <you laughs> twice. Yes. But, I mean, it's like, it's just awesome. I mean, you, you don't feel anything in a good way. Yeah, if your mom's watching this, dude, you're in trouble. You want me to, you want to, you want, should I edit that piece out when she no. watches? Nah, she's, used, she's used to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for joining me tonight. This has been nice awesome. Ma- learned yeah. a ton. Thank you for everyone who's been watching. Uh, you can go to, so you want to ride a motorcycle.com, which is my website. Check out more about the podcast and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. So if you guys want to hang tight, I'll shut it down and maybe we could chat a little bit. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. If you'd like to find out more about my podcast or find the earlier podcast episodes, just point your web browser to soyouwantaridamotorcycle.com or find the link in the show notes included with this episode in your podcast app. If you have any questions about the show or the topics discussed, or if you want to send me feedback, you can email me anytime at soyouwantaride at yahoo.com. That address is also in the podcast notes. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram, where I share lots of links to other people's motorcycle articles and video content, as well as providing a lot of my own motorcycle-related photos and content. Just search for So You Want to Ride, or find the links on my website, or, again, in the podcast notes. There are two big ways you can help support the show. One is free, and one is paid. If you'd like to help support the podcast financially, you can donate using PayPal by going to paypal.me slash Christopher Geis, or just click the donate link at the upper right on my website. 
I also now have a podcast supporters page on the website, which lists all of the listeners who are supporting the podcast. Total donations of $5 to $9 will make you a member of the Thupper Club, where I will list your name and any social media links that you want to provide. Donations of $10 and up will make you a member of one of the other clubs, where I'll include your photo and biography, as well as any links you want to provide. Any commercial organization that would like to support the podcast to help promote their products and services can contact me directly for the available options. All donations will be put to very good use to cover operating expenses and to help promote and expand the podcast. Anything you care to donate will be greatly appreciated. The free way to help is just help me spread the word so we can continue to grow my online and listener communities. So please share the link to my podcast and my social media with family, friends, and coworkers. And also, please leave me a rating and some comments on iTunes and any other place where you can leave feedback or mention the show. As always, thank you for listening. And just remember, whatever you do, it's always time to ride. (laughs) 